This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. So today we're going to be talking about Sarah, and we're going to do two podcasts on Sarah. The first one, some good attributes, and the second, maybe some examples what where she fell short. Well, and I think that that is one of the most beautiful things about the Bible is that it talks about the good, the bad, and the ugly of individuals, right? Like if it was just like a history book written like, you know, about kings or whatever, a lot of times the king's history would be all the good things that the king did. Like they would like get some man to like write it. But in the Bible, God has given us not only the good things, but also the bad because everyone... People... Yeah, messes up. People make so, mistakes. Anyway, so we thought it would be a very fair like, view of Sarah to do yeah. two podcasts. And that gives us another person to talk about. That's great. So so we're, um, we're being me, I'm going to start off um, with our first point, and we're going to go ahead and read Genesis 12, 1 through 5, which says, Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, No. The Lord said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will shew thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him, And Abraham was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abraham took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. So, what I wanted to talk about here is that Sarah agreed, Sarai, I, I forgot the I at the end of that. It, it, it's so confusing. Kid, just try teaching it to the little kids. They do not understand. They kept correcting me. We're like, we just went over this not too yeah. long ago. And every time I said Abram, they were like, it's Abraham. And I was like, well, actually, not yet. And then Give it a minute, guys. Sarah, like every time, they were like, um, why did you say it like that? Well, because God changed their names. So anyway. I think it's funny, though, that we do that with like Abraham and Sarah. But we don't have that big of a problem with like... Jacob and Israel, right? That's the right people. I feel like that one's not as confusing and no one calls him Israel ever. Other than in the Bible. I feel like we just say Jacob. We do, but we always call, when we talk about the tribes of Israel, then we always say Israel. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. That is so off topic. That is not what we're supposed to be talking about (laughs) at all. Anyways, back to our regularly scheduled podcast script. This isn't scripted. We have like three lines written down every time we go off that. Um, But anyways, um, Sarah agreed to leave the only home she had ever known to follow Abram and trust in him and in God instead of to stay in her homeland, which she knew well. And I always, like, when I am teaching the little ones about this, I always try to, like, think about, like, when our family goes on, for instance, 
a long basketball weekend, right, to a tournament in um, Springfield or Wichita or some of the places that we've gone, and how much stuff we load up in the car just for that weekend or, you know, all of the things that we take on vacations with us. And I realize we just have a lot more stuff in our lives these days, but can I don't you know. imagine you had to take everything, we like had, your home. We had a lot of stuff. We have a lot of stuff to take, but they had full-on cattle. And a tent to yeah. live in. Like, they were living in a tent. They were, you know, like, and it was not I an easy... I feel like it was more stuff than we take on a basketball weekend. Yeah, it was not an easy, like, oh, just pick up and go. And, I mean, we have had to do that a couple times in our lives. Like, you know, suddenly we're helping run a week of camp. That was the best. On a couple of hours notice. That was fantastic. Um, it worked out well. But, you know, like, there was It's not, hard. Yeah. yeah. There was not... A lot of and they weren't they weren't coming back, yeah. So I mean that holds a hit. Wow, know? easy for you to say. It's really not. Um, that makes it a little more difficult, you know, like because this was their home, these were their friends, these were their family, and they just left. Yeah, and that would be so hard. That that's the part I probably can't even imagine because I have lived here all my life. So same, I've lived like, in this house my whole life. I've never moved. That's you were actually one when we moved here, but I don't but, remember you know, that, yeah. right? So I had no attachment to that other house. But this house, it's it'll be hard to move. She's attached. I am. It's true. So that's the part that always gets me is like, she left her home. Yep, the people she knew, the places she knew, the. Most likely where she grew up. Like, it just has to be so hard. Yeah, she went, I mean... She and they didn't just... know where they were going. It's one thing if you visited before and you're like, oh, I love this place. I'm going to move there. Versus just being like, okay, well, like, where God now? will tell us where to go. We'll be okay. Anyways, that takes a lot of trust in God and in your husband. And hold on just a second, because this cat is going to sneeze into this microphone. Always. He has to be a part of everything. All right. So, and I think, too, like, um, just the faith that it shows in God. That, I mean, that's just... Yeah, that's what I was kind of saying. It's just crazy. Yeah, it was great. So, and the other part that we thought we would really um, focus on with the good of Sarah is that she is used as an example, even in the New Testament, in 1 Peter chapter 3, where it's talking about marriage and how wives are supposed to be towards their husbands. And this is a part that people often get upset about this word. But um, in 1 Peter 3, I'm just going to read verses 1 through 6. Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives, while they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear. Whose adorning let it not be the outward adorning of plaiting the hair, and of wearing of gold, or of putting on of apparel, but let it be the hidden man of the heart, in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. For after this manner, in the old time, the holy women also, who trusted in God, adorned themselves, being in subjection unto their own husbands, even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. Whose daughters ye are, as long as you do well, and are not afraid with any amazement. So here, we just can see that God chose Sarah to be that example for us. She had to be such a great wife. 
of subjection exactly and I just think that it's so important that we look at her and again we look at the good and we look at the bad also which we'll do in our next podcast but you have to remember this podcast while we're going into that podcast we'll refer to it we will because we're we're actually you know just back to FYI that. we're going to record them back to back so it'll be fresh in our minds but you know These maybe people are going to think that we do like back to back podcasts every single time we don't we don't we're working ahead so, to get ready for camp, because Addie will be gone for three weeks in a row at camp. I will be gone for one week, but... In a row. In a row. Just one one solid back-to-back one week. Um, anyway, so we thought we would just do them back-to-back. So, all that being said, next week when you listen to the bad, remember the good. Because she was used as this example for how we should be as wives. And this isn't the only time she's mentioned in a good positive light in the new testament so just she was a great person she was and but we all have mistakes and i think that it's important too to remember like when these things were being written in the new testament the people that were actually receiving these letters were very familiar with abraham and sarah as being the father of um god's people right so they would have been very familiar with her example and with the example of Abraham. So let's talk for just a second about subjection and this what is it our means. relationship advice for this podcast. It is. It is. So what does it mean to be in subjection? Well, it actually means to put yourself under. Uh, you forgot to pause so they could answer. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Good job. Right. <laughs> what it means is to put yourself under or submit yourself unto someone else. Um, It's not, get this, it is not a statement of value or of worth. It is not saying I am worth less than my husband or I am of less value than my husband. It's just a hierarchy. It's just an order of authority, which we have in every other part of life. So we never think bad things about it in any other situation, right? If you're in a company, you might have a president, you might have a CEO, CFO, um, Controllers, comptrollers, I don't even know what a comptroller does, but I know that it's a thing. Um, (laughs) I don't know what any of those things do. (laughs) I don't either. And then you'll have, like, managers, and then you'll have, you know, directors. I think directors are above managers. Anyway, you have hierarchies. Don't look at me. You have hierarchies all the time, right? And so we don't think negative things about it in any other situation. But for some reason, when it comes to marriage, a lot of people feel like it's demeaning to be in subjection to someone else. But the men are also in subjection. To God. They're in subjection to God. You are also in subjection to God, women. That's right. (laughs) Don't get us wrong. (laughs) You are in subjection to um, a boss, like the men are, to um, the authority of the government, to police, to, you know, like there's authority all around us. And this is actually, should be one of the easier ones because... You get to pick them. That's, I was getting ready to say that. That's what I always tell the girls that I'm teaching or counseling or whatever. Hi, I'm is, a girl that you've taught in I know, so you've obviously I know, listened. I know the tricks. But yeah, this is the person you get to pick who you're going to be in subjection to. So, so choose wisely. And then don't be upset if you've made the wrong decision. That's on you think about these things no but for real if you are in a good and healthy relationship then subjection at least in my view of it is not a difficult thing 
because you're in a partnership, you're in a loving relationship with this person, they are looking out for the best for you, and you are looking out for the best for them, and so it's it's mutually beneficial, and I mean, for me, I've always been so thankful for my position in our family, and I know that JJ is looking out for what's best for my life, my spiritual life, um, the lives of our children, like all of these things, like he wants what's best for us. And so submitting to him and being under him in that regard is something that's easy, uncomfortable, and um, a blessing for me to be. So I feel like Sarah was that same kind of example, like you know, Addie talked about how she just willingly up and left her home. But she had that trust and that faith in God, but also in her husband, that he was going to do what was best for her. And so she was, you know, probably like, well, you know, I don't know where we're going or how this is all going to work out, but let's do it. Like, here we go. So anyway. Fantastic. Yeah. Great examples. Choose wisely who you want to be in subjection to. You get to choose your own boss. So, and it's a beautiful thing. God has designed in the family and in the home just the most perfect situation when both people are trying to be what God wants them to be. It's that triangle again. It's the triangle. Go back to the triangle. It's a beautiful plan. So, I think that's it for today. Good job. Hey. I don't know why I said it like that. I like <laughs> I felt like you were getting a sticker on your sticker chart. So. I do have stickers. I have yes. stars. Do you want a star? I do. Okay. Says, Thank you. You're welcome. It says, be God's star. Here. This is the one I'm taking for myself. Shine for Jesus. Shine for Jesus. All right. Hey, did we say thank you? Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.